Welcome back to God's Brand. It's your host, Puzzle Making Poe, at you guys with another break from a break. So I like starting these episodes off with setting a situation to kind of describe what the, the segment really is. So you've ever been sitting at work, you just finished doing the floors, you're about ready to finish up, close out, get out of there, get ready to head home for a day. And, you know, your boss comes up to you and says, womp, 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 womp. Yeah, I know. Charlie's brown mama come walking up to you telling you another 20 damn things you got to get done. So now you think about it. Damn, I'm going to be here for another hour and a half. I was about to leave. So you don't step outside and you go take a break. While you're stepping outside, you realize your homie pulled up and you go say hi to your homie. And that is what this is. A break from a break. It's where you get away from the things you would normally have to get away from anyways. Because you got to get away from what you get away from just to get away from that to change your domestic caps. What is your relief in life? Let's change it. What is your operations in life? Let's multiply it. What's your beliefs in this world? Let's adopt it. What gives you faith in God? Let's illuminate that. What gives you faith that there is honesty and integrity in this world? Let's stomp that. Because whatever your faith and trust is, understand that unless it's in the fact that the sun will come up tomorrow, you're putting your faith in the wrong story. God is where you keep your faith. Not in what you succeed or fail in. You may fail at something every single day and never turn back again after today. That's a choice. It takes that choice. You may only hit crack once on Christmas, but if you do it every Christmas, you're an addict. You're an addict. If that's what you got to do to get by Christmas, that you are an addict. It only takes once. It only takes once. Would you put meaning behind something? You are allowing yourself to give up on the faith in God. You're not, you're no longer getting your break from a break. You're just living in your break. You're living in your own circle. The only thing that you consider to keep you alive, the only thing you consider to keep you happy, the only thing you consider to get you by has now been the only thing holding you back from going fly. I mean, not everyone wants to go fly. And that's okay. You can ride low. You can walk. You can drive. You can do a lot of things to get by. I'm not telling you you have to do any of those things. Only thing I'm telling you is whatever you got going on, if you can't find a way to get a break from a break, you haven't found your happiness. That's okay. We all are there. Whatever your happiness is, understand it's going to come and go. And that's why you have to get a break from the break. To understand that that happiness that you did get, that was real. That doesn't mean go back to it. Because there's no take backsies. There's no regrets. There's no moving backwards in this. But don't forget, there's no moving forward. It's a circle. You only ride the curve you're on. It's always straight when we look down. But by the time we look up, 
we've already finished the circle. Numbers don't have to add up to everything that we believe is true. We always want people to give us the answer. What answer is going to come when we are just sitting in a break? Unless we can truly break away from what we take a break from, how do we know if that answer truly exists? How do we know if that answer is truly giving us what satisfies us? Because in my personal opinion, as Puzzle Making Poe, or it's just Poe, Poe Purple, to give you my full name, my personal belief in as Poe Purple, you only find satisfaction when you allow yourself to be free from what gave you that pain. Because everything that gives you blessings is going to come with that pain. Every blessing rides its burden. You make that choice to hold that burden or not. Because your burdens will make you happy. What level of happiness do you want? Do you want your happiness to be that you can kill a bottle of Jack in 10 minutes? Or do you want your happiness to be that you were able to create an institution that supports questioning the very thing that is possible? That is my satisfaction. Proving, proving people who say the impossible will never be possible. And showing them the possible has always been possible. If it can be thought of, it can be done. You don't believe me? You probably just said three things in your head that were impossible. Well, guess what? There's a switch to change gravity. Guess what? There is an element not found. Guess what? We haven't combined all the, the elements. And I'm tired of all of these human-made things. Nothing is human-made. Nothing. Human itself is not human-made. Unless you're going to call that white goopy a human? <laughs> um... That's not human. That's not a human. It may be half a human, as we like to call it, but what is half? Half is a measurement, is it not? A measurement is only what we create to understand the world. Is our understanding even true? Well, we don't know until we take that break from a break. Before we truly say, look, this may not be right. This may not be wrong. This may be here. This may be there. I've already stepped away from this, but how do I get away from that? You can remove the measurement, but you will still have the object. And that object will always be measured with the human senses without any measurement tools. Remove the human senses and the object. What do you have left? Black emptiness. Now, how does that relate back to our situation? Well... Unless he's going to go talk to his friend or she is going to go talk to her friend about what order they're going to get at the place they're working at, which they're probably not because it's their friend, then that conversation with their friend had nothing to do with their paycheck. But they're still there. What's the meaning to that? Is it just that it's a friend? Or is it that they made the choice 
to risk everything they had to just check up on that friend for a few seconds. Not a minute, just that few seconds. Because they already knew. It's domesticated in our society. When you ask someone, how are you doing? If they don't tell you good, you look at them strange. You instantly assume they want to be a victim. That they're there to be a victim. And for the rest of it, it becomes fog. You consider that they're just giving you testimony and that you ain't a church, so you don't want to hear it. And people can't blame you. But at the end of the day, you'd give the same answer. You just don't want to be known as that victim. You don't want that identity put on you. I'm here to tell you, fuck that. You choose the identity that you put on yourself by the character that you instill in the shadows of yourself. People can say what they want all damn day. They can call you names, they can tell you this, they can tell you that. But your identity is faced off of your actions. And your actions start when you do when you're alone. I've changed my name. Legally, I still haven't. I don't see anyone else around. I'm still here calling myself Poe. I want change for myself. I want change for anyone who listens to this. Because I do understand that everyone has something they would like to change. And we need to stop thinking that's a bad thing. We need to stop approaching our own mental health like we have to compare it back to the normal society and get it to there. Because we are only predicting our own failure. Because society has failed. So if society has failed, to be a part of society is to be a failure. If society is the failure, who should be a part of it? No one's a part of society, except everyone. We can designate some people as excluded from the normal society. But then we say we need normal people to take care of those people, which means that they are with normal people, which brings them right back to society. So what is normal? What made you say being normal is the most important thing I can do in the day? Because in this situation, when he took a break from a break, he didn't go check up on his friend to be a good friend. He checked up on his friend to be normal. And that's what the break from the break is. To remind you that break away from what's normal, look at it from a different perspective, and then break away from that different perspective. And look at it as a whole. Notice that your perspective that was different from normal is still tied into what is normal. Because it's normal to have different ideas. It's normal to be different. It's normal to have an occasional laugh. That's what I'm here for. Laugh, you guys. Don't freak out and just panic and hear this and be like, oh my god, my life's a fucking failure. What am I going to do? Oh man, is he going to give me some life-changing advice? No, I'm not. I'm not going to give you life-changing advice. I'm here to make you laugh. As of today, I'm a comedian. This is my platform. Come to it. I'm not at the stage right now for you guys to all see me. But you know what I am here? I'm here to be heard. I have an average audience base of one person per episode. Which means one person will listen to the first 15 seconds of this and not go any farther. If you make it to the end all the way right here, You understand that 
A break from a break is not about you having to change. A break from a break is about you having to be aware of the change you just made. We always make changes. Whether it's about a change for good or a change for bad. We get to choose that title. We get to choose the identity we say. Some people will look at us like we're crazy for saying it. Some people will look at us like we're the smartest people in the world. But at the end of the day, we won't know what is true until we take a break from a break and become aware of what is truly in motion. And once we do that, we realize there is no point in putting a good or bad on it because it's already time to move on. Once we have took a break from a break, we realize we just saved ourselves from going back to that hell. That hell of being in a good or bad position. Because we're not in a good or bad position. We're in the present. This is the present. You may hear this in the past. This may be a historical remedy for you to pull out for your acquaintances. But remember, these acquaintances are no much more important to you than your mother. Because your mother is nothing more than your enemy. And your enemy is nothing worse than your father. We're all equals. At the end of the day, we will be six feet under. In some which way or another. Get spread in the ocean. End up on the beach. Get burned to ashes. Get eaten by the compost. There's always ways to avoid it. Maybe someone keeps you on a shelf for 60 years. Where do you go from there? There's so many chapters to get into to understand what is the reality of all this. But to break through that first chapter, we have to understand I'm a writer. I'm here to break down what depression means. And at the end of the day, my book is in the workings, not because it needs to get done or I got to do it. It's in the workings because I understand that there's people out there who have depression and they want to fight that. To fight that, you have to share this episode and get it to them. Share this episode, not for me, but for your family who's been facing that depression for centuries. Yes, centuries. Generational problems are what we're faced with and what we're fighting here at God's brand. God has been around longer than us, but we're just as important as his touch. Share this, not for you, but for your parents.